0: Hey guys, Kale here. So, how do you know if something is sin? Last week we started a series on this podcast about how to think biblically and how to make biblical wise decisions. And so, in the series about decision making, um, we need to be able to make some determinations. We need to ask ourselves some questions if we want to make better decisions, if we want to make biblical decisions. And so if you didn't listen to the first week of this series, go back and listen to last week and uh, make sure you see the introduction that we set up and, and why we need to make sure that we utilize the Bible to filter our decisions through rather than just trusting our own guts or our own emotions. But I have this resource for you if you're on the YouTube podcast here. I'll put it up. This graphic, it's a flow chart. If you're on the audio podcast, I should have the image as the the uh, episode logo, the episode graphic, and you can check it out there, or you can go over to YouTube and check out the podcast as well. Um, but basically, we have this flow chart here that, once I'm going to say this every week as a disclaimer, because I know someone is going to say that this is legalism listen, this is a guideline. It's based on biblical principles and we're going to go through them each week. This is not something I'm telling you, you have to do, but if you're trying to make better biblical wise decisions, this is a great place to start. So you have a decision to make. You're not like, I don't know if I should do this thing or not. The first question you should ask yourself is the first level here on our graphic. Is it sin? Now that should be a pretty easy question to answer, right? Well, I would say 70, 80, 90% of the time. Yes, it's pretty easy. If you have read the Bible for any part of your life, or if you went to church for any part of your life, you're. Pro- it's probably fairly straightforward a lot of the time on whether something is sin or not. But there's plenty of times where it seems like there's a gray area and you're like, I don't know what the Bible says, about. It. I don't know if this is sin. The Bible doesn't speak specifically on fill in the blank. I'm going to try not to get myself in trouble by mentioning too many hot button topics today, but fill in the blank. There, there are those things where you're like, I'm just not sure. Like, okay. You know, is murder sin? Yeah. Murder is sin. We know that. Why? Because it's in the law. We know that the Bible mentions it multiple times. Murder is wrong. It's sin. We get it. Murder is the, the, the taking of, you know, innocent life. Right. And so, and I, innocent is the qualifier there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn on that tangent on that accident. We've got other things to talk about. But is it sin? That's the question we're dealing with today. And so sometimes it can be hard to determine. So let's talk about for a minute, what is, what is sin? What does the Bible say about sin? Not what is you know the Greek word for sin or missing the target. What does the Bible say about sin? Well, you know what the Bible says about sin? 1 John 3, 4 says, Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. That's, there's your Bible definition for sin. First John three four. Sin is the transgression of the law. What's the law? It's not just the Ten Commandments. You've got, you've got multiple books of the, you got Leviticus, Deuteronomy, parts of Exodus. There, there's lots of laws in there, and that is the perfect. That is the schoolmaster. That is the ultimate standard for of God's perfection. That is the law, and transgressing the law is sin. Well, didn't Christ come to fulfill the law? Yes, yes, but we're defining sin right now. We're not talking about how we get saved in the church age, right? What is sin? It's transgressing the law. 1 John 5, 17, all unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. We're not talking about that right now. All unrighteousness is sin, okay? Transgressing the law. is Sin is breaking God's commandments. It's breaking... It's anything that goes against God, right? And the result of sin is Romans 6.23. The wages of sin is death, right? Romans 5.12, if you guys know the Romans wrote, wherefore is by one man, Adam, sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. And so because of sin, the wages, the results are death, not just physical death, physical death of surely, but also spiritual death, which is separation from a holy god and so sin the transgression of the law anything that goes against god and god's word and all that is holy anything unrighteousness is sin and it's darkness because god is light and in him is no darkness at all and the result of that sin is death it's sp- physical death uh death in the creation entered through sin and transgression of god's commandments but then spiritual death as well because anything that is unholy and unrighteous cannot be in the presence of a holy and righteous and pure God. And so sin's a big deal. And, and if you, you, we're not going to do this, but you could do a study on what is God's view of sin in the Bible. It's not good. God hates sin. You know, I feel like sometimes we as Christians, we think it's wrong to hate things and it's not wrong to hate things. You just got to hate the right things. God hates sin. Proverbs six will list six things that the Lord hates These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. All right. God hates some things. Psalm 119, 163, David says, I hate and abhor lying, but thy law do I love. And if you're going to love the right things, that means naturally you're going to hate things that go against those things. Right. And so God hates sin because sin is everything that is against him. And sin has separated man from God. All right. So why did we go into that? that seems elementary, right? Well, today in Laodicea, in this weak Christianity that we live in today, this Western-minded, easy theologism, whatever we want to call it, everything is so lukewarm that I think we forget how much God hates sin, and the fact that God sent his son and he died on the cross, and, and Christ as he was suffering and bearing the weight and becoming the bible's becoming sin on the cross for us and 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 the father turned his back on christ and christ cried out my god my god why hast thou forsaken me as be, because he became sin for us and as he was pierced for our transgressions we forget how much god hates sin and so when we go to make decisions we don't, we almost don't even think about if this is sin. Cause like, well, I don't, it doesn't, if it is sin, it's not that big of a sin, not that big of a sin. I mean, yes, there are different sins, different, different actions have different levels of consequence in this life, but you realize that all sin, all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans chapter three, verse 23, all sin separates us from God. Yeah. It has different levels of consequences and ramifications, but God hates all sin. And so when we're trying to determine our, whether, whether we're determining how we think about a subject or an action that we should do, we need to determine, is this sin? Because if it's sin, the answer is no. Look back at the flowchart again. Is it sin? If you, if the answer to that question is yes, do not pass start, do not collect $200. Don't do it. Well, listen, I understand it's wrong, but, but Leanne, listen, it's, you know, my employer wants me to do this and I could lose my job. Okay, but you're a Christian and you're going to live biblically. You signed up for this. If your employer is asking you to do something that is sin, have the backbone, man, to say, no, I'm not doing that. And here's why. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you like it is, man. If it's sin, you don't even need to go further in the flowchart. Don't do it. It's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for your family. It's not going to be good for your walk with Christ. Is it sin? Don't do it. Well, okay. What about those times where we have a hard time determining if something is sin? Now, we know the lost world can't determine if something is sin. They don't even like that word. It gets them itchy. They, they don't want to talk about sin. Sin makes them squirm. They don't like accountability for their actions. Isaiah 520, I feel like, encapsulates the world that we live in today, where, where God says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Today in this world, and by the the way, the world is one of the three enemies of the Christian, the devil, the world, and the flesh, and the world hates you, Christian. Christ said it would in John 15 and John 17 because you're not of this world. And so when the world is saying, hey, this thing over here is good, and you're like, I'm pretty sure the Bible says that's evil, Bible says, woe unto them that call evil good and that call good evil. We need to be able to discern. That was the key word that we talked about last week. Discernment is what we're looking for. The, it, the ability to, uh, to tell the difference between two things and specifically to, to, to be able to discern the difference between good and evil. The world can't do it. We need to be able to do it. And we do it through the filter of God's word. That's the only way that we can do it. And so how do we do that? Well, we go to the Word of God and we search the Scriptures and we find out if something is sin, right? We, we have liberty. We're going to talk about that in the next several episodes as we continue in this series. And And liberty is important, but but we understand what sin is through looking at God's Word and through the law. Romans 3.20 says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. So the law and God's Word reveals sin it manifests and and and, and it gives us the, the understanding the knowledge of sin because god's law is perfect and so if you're going to understand if something is sin you got to go to the book right and so let's just end this one on on some practical pointers on determining if something's sin do i want to do that okay i'm going to do it some maybe someone will get bad but here we go so let's just talk about drinking let's talk about alcohol for a second I know there's Christians out there. Ba- I'm a Baptist, if you didn't know that. Um, if you hang in, hung in here this long and that makes you mad, sorry. Um, but that's just, that's where I'm at. And uh, a lot of Baptists are going to say that drinking is sin. Well, let's go to the book. Start looking through the book every time that we're drunk or, or or wine, anything that has to do with alcohol. You start running the words. And good luck finding a place where the consumption of alcohol is sin good luck i've i've seen people do it they've i've seen people try to do it i should say and listen i'm not even revealing to you my personal conviction on drinking i'm not even revealing that to you right now you might be surprised but good luck finding a place in the bible that says drinking consuming alcohol at any level is sin i've seen people try to do it and they're always finagling and resting scripture They always are. Or they're eisegeting, inserting their own presuppositions into the text. Good luck finding it. What does the Bible say about drinking? It says that getting drunk is sin. It says, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Look up the word drunkard and see what God has to say about drunkards, right? So it's clear in the Bible that being drunk is sin, so don't do that. Well, what about drinking at all? Is that wise? Well, that is where we started this whole series how do we make wise biblical decisions is it wise to drink that is where we have to go further in the flow chart and that's going to be our transition for the next week's episode we start with is it sin well let's just stick with alcohol man i'm going to try not to use alcohol for the example for this entire series cuz i'm going to get in trouble someone's going to be really mad but it is what it is man we're just using the book to make our decisions so we're okay should i drink as a christian is it sin Good luck finding that in the Bible. I say no. I say no. Looking at the Bible and studying the Bible and reading the Bible my whole life, good luck finding a place where the Bible says to just drink it by itself is sin. Now, if, you, if you've if you got an idea, listen listen to the entire series before you come at me because we're going to get to the next one. If you're not sure, that's the thing. If you're not sure, if the answer is yes, you don't do it. If it's sin, don't do it, right? Follow the little line on the flow graph there. If the answer is no or not sure, you go to the next level. If the answer is no, you don't go straight to do it. You still filter through all the other levels to make sure that you ought to do it. That's how we decide if we're making wise decisions or not. Because the next question is going to be, can it harm my testimony? And that's where things start getting interesting. So is it sin? Have you, have you made it a point in your life when you're trying to make decisions by first asking yourself, wait a second, before I do this thing, is this sin? Because God hates sin, and I'm a Christian, and God died on the cross to pay for my sin. I ought not to be like the dog returning to his vomit. You know, When I was a, a lost man, I, I played in sin, and I reaped the rewards of sin, which is, which is flesh, which is corruption, and I've had enough of that don't keep going back to that. Is If it's sin, don't do it. And if you're not sure, or or if you don't think it is, then go to the next thought process, and I'll see you back here next Wednesday, same time, same place, to talk about that question. Thanks, guys.